god we're back we're back hello how's it going um i'm not gonna lie i would rather be taking a nap right now Dude. than podcasting but Who are you telling? here we are <laughs> um here we are yeah. friends um if you didn't know what you're listening to this is hot for justice cold case stories and that is jaime is, and that is jessica and yes, and we're not putting this episode on the tubes today, the YouTube. Well, at least not in the video. Not version. in the other tubes. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> because we both look like trash bags. Um, you know, at least we're the cutest trash bags ever. Like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get this text. Hey, I'm not turning on my um, screen recording, so... And I was like, dude, I was going to ask if you couldn't, so... <laughs> yeah, listen, it's fine. It's fine. And if you hear baby sounds, it's because my office got temporarily taken over for another few weeks, and so I'm in the dining room, and it's an open concept, so <laughs> you can hear Emerson playing, um, and you know what? It just is what it is. It is. And you know what else is what it is? Um, you know, we're just going to address the big fat elephant in the room that we haven't uploaded in two weeks. Listen, I wasn't going to even say anything. We were on vacation, and don't add us. It was impromptu, um, but we needed it. Yeah, we did. We needed some mental health time, um, which, you know, it is what it is. Happens. You know what? When you have two hosts that are A, busy bitches, and B, have mental health problems, <laughs> that's what you're going to get sometimes. Yeah, I will say my therapist has been the fucking A1 since day one and keeping me sane. Shout outs. Um, hey, Andrea, you the tits. Anyways. <laughs> does she listen? Absolutely not. <laughs> if she does, I'll Absolutely. die. <laughs> that would be great, um, though. Anyway. I didn't even tell my therapist to have a podcast. I don't even want her to listen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, what is it? Mm, 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 mm. You're going to think I have more <laughs> issues than I, you already do. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just not. <laughs> um... I think you're going first today. Yeah, we just kind of decided I'm going first. We don't know if it's actually, like, in, you know, canon or how that goes, well, but we're here listen, now. Well, nobody's going to go back and look and be like, oh, my God. And if you do... Jessica's actually supposed to... Yeah. Then kudos to you. Please send us a DM, do. and um, I will send you a sticker. <laughs> right. So... For being a number one fan. Yeah, if you can prove us wrong and me being me going first this week, then I'll, I will mail you a sticker. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, I'm actually gonna send you a DM right after. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up! You're, <laughs> you are not allowed to I'm just, play. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Audrey's not allowed to play either. Audrey. Um, if you're listening, I'm gonna just go okay. out and you know just table Zach and Jackson too. They're not allowed to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, anyways, um, what later are you talking about today? Um, so this one's kind of wild. Um, so this is a Reddit find. Um. This is a... As they are. Well, this one was really interesting. Um, So it's a double disappearance. So uh, this was posted by a username, uh, Blaze in the Dark. And um, this is... I'm assuming they mean the devil's lettuce. (laughs) I hope so. If not, then I (laughs) fucked up. I picked the wrong user to tell the story for um, so, uh, the title is Mother and Daughter Vanish 17 Years Apart in Nashville, Tennessee. Neither is heard from again. Don't like that. Okay. Let's, let's No, it's bonkers. Um, <laughs> so, on the evening of November 19th, 1999, Larisha Dene- Denea, or it might be Denea, I'm not sure, 
Uh, Walker dropped her two-year-old son, Rayvon, off at her sister's house in Nashville, Tennessee. She told her sister that she had planned on driving to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is about 40 miles south, early in the morning to get an estimate on a repair for her car. Uh, Later that night, Larisha spoke with her father on the phone between 9.30 and 10. The next day, when the family hadn't heard from her and she hadn't picked up her son, her sister, Lakeisha Chambers, drove down to her townhouse at 3858 Edwards Avenue in East Nashville and found the place empty. The lights were on and music was on, but Lakeisha described the scene as normal and that nothing seemed out of place aside from the music. She even... That's creepy. Right? Um, she even noted that the screen door was locked. Still, there was no, there was no sign of Larisha or her car. So. Okay. Already a little weird. Um, a couple days later, on November 21st, when nobody had heard from her, her mother, Wanda Faye Walker, reported her missing. The police and family learned from one of Larisha's neighbors that they had heard her arguing with somebody outside her townhouse on the night her family last saw her. She had lived there for less than a month, and her disappearance initially received media attention in the Nashville area, but unfortunately, coverage quickly faded. Um, According to her family, Larisha did not have any problems with anyone in her personal life, nor at work, nor was she dating anybody at the time. Her sisters also described her as a private person, so they didn't know anyone that she hung out with, or everyone that she hung out with, but she would have uh, never put herself in a dangerous situation, like, willingly. Mm-hmm. Um, police, be- police believe that she was most likely the victim of an abduction. Quote, all indications are that she was a good mother and would not have left her son, says uh, Detective Sergeant uh, Pat. Oh, good Lord. Post <laughs> Okay doesn't matter well that's what that's what it is yeah close enough then i shouldn't say his name doesn't matter but you know is um i'm i'm just not even going to entertain trying to pronounce that any other kind of way that's okay well you know what uh we'll spell it for y'all in the episode description facts there you go um so they went in there and took her because uh the way that her home looked at one second before she was kidnapped is the way it looked the way the police found it so like they didn't if if she was abducted like literally she like nothing else like there was no robbery there was no like indications Mm -hmm. anything happened at the house um so she drove that's isn't that crazy that's so crazy that creeps me out more than like if there was things out of place because then you know obviously something happened but like when nothing's amiss then it's like was she lured outside and then just snatched or like what? Right. It's creepy. Um, no, there's literally no idea. It's, it's really nuts. Um, she drove her maroon 1995 Oldsmobile Achievia, Achieva, okay. uh, with a Tennessee license plate number of 419ABG that has never been located. The car has a dis- What? Yeah, they've never retrieved her car. Um, it has a distinctive long scratch on the di- driver's side. The clothes she was last seen wearing were found inside of her home. 21 years later, there's still no sign of her or her car. Okay. So she was 23 years old, 5'7", and weighed between 190 and 200 pounds at the time of her disappearance. She had black hair and brown eyes. She had a heart condition and took medication for it, which was found again at her home. Um, so it gets weirder. Yikes. Okay. Like, this is already fucked up. Yeah, the, yeah. But it proceeds to get more fucked up. Wait, so the clothes she was last seen wearing, they found in her home. Yeah, so... So she obviously was home and changed. Mm-hmm. 
Into what? We don't know. And then her car's gone, too. Yeah, so either she was abducted and they took her car, or she left somewhere, because, again, like, the doors were locked and stuff. It was just music was playing inside the house. But there were music. Like, loud music. She lived alone? Oh, with her and her son. Oh, right. Her son wasn't... Okay. That's weird. (laughs) Emerson's trying to come in here with big milk milk jugs that are empty because she likes to carry them around. Oh my god, that's too cute. She's been a little milk milk baby. Oh my god, my heart. (laughs) Not not the milkman, but the milk baby. I love it. Honestly, love that journey for her. I do too. I support her fully if that's what she wants to do. (laughs) She wants to be a milk person for... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Truly, listen... I support her no matter what, unless she's murdering people. I don't support that. That's that's there that. You go. <laughs> that's that on that. Um, so tragedy struck the Walker family again 17 years later in October of 2016 when Larisha Walker's mother disappears. Okay. Um, so Wanda Faye Walker was scheduled for work on October 5th at the Dollar Tree on Franklin Pike in Nashville, but never showed up for her shift. The last place she had been seen was the home she shared with her cousin on 11th Avenue, 11th Avenue South in Nashville. The Dollar Tree she worked on was less than two miles from her home. On October 13th, um, so about a little over a week later, her Nissan Maxima mm-hmm. was found by police in front of a house on the 1100 block of Wade Avenue in Nashville down the street from her home. People in the area stated that it had been there for about a week when it was found. So this was had to have been like a day or two after she had gone missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the car was locked. Her purse was found inside, along with blood in the back seat. Investigators later determined that the blood was hers. Yeah, like a lot of blood. Um, like not not a lot, but like it also like wasn't like you know like a deathly amount, right? You know, okay, a, a questionable amount. Let's let's say that much. Okay, enough to, that was more That's... than like maybe an accident. That's fair. Um, according to family members, uh, Harold Her- Henderson, Wanda's boyfriend, was the last person to see her alive. Conflicting reports state that he uh, had assisted her on the day of her disappearance when her car overheated on the side of the road. He allegedly added oil to it, and then the car ran fine afterwards, so he and Wanda parted ways. Other reports have her last being seen at home. Investigators haven't found any indication that the two women's disappearances are linked in any way. Um, but but what the f- like what? what are the chances that a mother would disappear from the same city 17 years <sighs> almost to the day um, after her daughter I have some concerns like I mean yeah yeah um, so like we're talking 16 years stuff. 11 months different that's really strange isn't that one of the wildest things you've ever heard where's hmm and they have no idea. Um, there's a bunch of articles linked in here. Um, like, there's Doe Network pages, um, like, NAMAS pages, um, some, you know, local, like, national area, area news articles, etc. Um, but, yeah. Like, there's been no leads. There's been no nothing. Like, they've both been sitting <laughs> cold. That's really weird. I mean, obviously. You said it was weird when you started. but like, Right. It's weird. But, yeah. Like, but weird. this one just really rubs you the wrong way. Um, yeah. Uh, mine will, too. Wait, mine's weird, too. It's weird. It's okay. We like weird here. Um, 
let me get back to I have a couple pages open are you are you finished, finished. with yours but yeah so okay. um just we'll wanted to make sure. like everything right. um if you have heard anything or know someone that knows something obviously you know reach out to the partner oh. or use but did they ask the people whose car they found like whose house their, her car was in front of did they say hey do you know like whose car they this were literally is? just like oh yeah it turned up like a week ago like we don't really know whose car this is hmm I wonder if anybody had um, security camera, like, because when when did this when was, was this? Twenty sixteen. So like that's kind of when those things like just started really popping up, like the rings and the being like more more affordable for people. Yeah. Um, Ugh, so it's okay, kind of weird. hard. To say. Um, and it kind of reminded me of I forget which documentary that was that we covered, but there was one where like someone had moved a car and like it sat there for like a good few weeks and like you know like. Like grass stopped, start like stopped growing underneath it because like it wasn't getting sun and like nobody like noticed yeah. the car for like a good couple of weeks and they're like oh shit like where'd you come from? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what documentary that was, but I don't about, remember. Right? I can't remember. I do remember. <laughs> I think it was the pharmacy one. I think you might be right. But I'm yeah. Uh, well, mine okay. Mine's were too, and they're the, it's like short because it's so weird and there's no not much. T- anyway, okay. <laughs> just. Start. Okay, so we're going back to 1989, where Ronnie and Doreen Jack grew up um, near Burns Lake, which is in Canada, northern British Columbia. Um, they, in 1989, they were living in Prince George, which I'm assuming is probably close by. Don't know, though. Might need to check a map. Um, they on. had two young Prince sons. Uh, Prince George and where? Um, Burns Lake. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Jamie, check. Okay, let, let's see. Internet tells me it's a 46... Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. If I could type in the right, like, thing. Um, <laughs> 46 hours? It said 46 hours, but it's saying from Prince George County, Maryland, not... Oh, uh, no, no, no. Prince George... British Columbia, I think. Oh, here we go. Um, it's a two-hour and 36-minute drive. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's better than 46 That's hours. That's more reasonable. Uh, so, 1989. Um, okay. So, okay. My thoughts are all over the place. Okay. Um, so, 1989, they were living in Prince George with their two young sons, one who was nine and one who was four. One night, Ronnie went to the bar or the pub, what, however you want to word it, near their he home. He was getting his drink on. He was... Yes, he was chatting with this guy, and he goes, like, dude, I can get you a job at this, like, ranch or, like, camp, encampment type thing that was just out of the city. And so, um, August 2nd, Ronnie calls his family, and he's like, hey, um, me and Doreen are both going out of town. You know, we're going to go work at this camp. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause right here. I feel like any time you meet a stranger at a bar... And they're like, hey, I have this job that I think you'd be mm-hmm. great at. Just, no. They are going to try to kidnap or kill you. Yeah, like, hey, I'm a photographer. Will you be my model? Let's go here. Drive with me. That's just a no. It's always a no. Yeah. Just no. Never trust no. strange men in bars. No. And don't be polite to them. You don't have to be polite to them. You can if you want to, if the situation allows you to. But you don't have to be. No, I'm just saying that you shouldn't, like... 
go out of your way to trust strange men in bars just because their intentions are usually not there. Sometimes they're just trying to have their have a good time, you know, get some vibes going. Totally yeah, fine. That's make friends. But some but of them yeah, I mean, are you totally know, rapists, murderers and kidnappers. The thing is, you got it, girls, we have this intuition and my mom always told me from a young age, listen to it because it really it really is right. Okay. And she's not wrong. There's been plenty of times where I've been really uncomfortable in situations come to find out, you know, like the person I was around had like, you know, a history of whatever being right. in, you know, sexual assault or, um, you know, etc. etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Honestly, the list, et cetera, et cetera. The list does not end. Et cetera, et cetera. It does not end, but, um, okay. Yes, PSA over. So... He calls his family and he's trying to see if they'll take the boys because they're bo- him and Dorian are both going. They're only planning to be gone for 10 days. Mm-hmm. None of the family, though, would take the boys or could take them. And they're just gone. Like, I'm assuming they left because their house, like, when their house was searched, mm-hmm. like, they were just gone. And, like, nothing um, turned up. Like, nothing, like, abnormal. Kind of like the last one, like, where there was nothing, like, weird in the house. Nothing sus. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so, obviously, I'm saying this situation where he meets this guy in a bar and the guy's offering him a job. That's weird. That's very sus. But, like, but like if they there's went somewhere the willingly. That shows right. that, like, anything happened. No, no. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so, 30, so, it's been 30 years um, as of 2019. And they decided to, the police had some sort of information, um, and they started digging. So they uh, were pursuing a lead August 28th through 30th of 20, uh, or yeah, 2019. Um, They did ground penetrating radar, heavy equipment, um, but they couldn't find like what they were actually looking for. They thought maybe they were finding they would find like the, the actual burial sites right. because they're investigating this as a homicide. I mean, I mean at this point they should be. <laughs> yes. Um. So and apparently they've searched several sites as possible burial sites, but they have not found the family. Um. The latest search happened um on actually the I'm, I may butcher this and I apologize. Um. Saikus. Nation territory um, that is south of Vanderhoof, British Columbia. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so on some like on a reservation. So these two, these two people, uh, Ronnie and uh, Doreen, they were indigenous. Um, I'm not sure if that was their. There's not enough information as to like which tribe they were belong mm-hmm. to, but apparently that was like one in the area. Um, the leadership of that tribe stayed uh you know as the police were searching and like digging or whatever but they didn't find anything um so um doreen's sister marlene which i have an aunt marlene i love that name um uh they're you know they're still trying to drum up support to like find yeah her family but i can't even imagine no like okay but let's just walk through this for a second This guy comes and he's like, listen, I got a job for you. And you're like, yeah, okay, I need work, whatever. Why would he, why would he murder them? Unless he was a serial killer. Right. But then like, also, why would you go out of your way to kidnap a whole ass family? So, 
I may have missed this, and excuse my not paying attention if that's the case. Um, yeah. Was his wife there at the bar when they were having this initial conversation, or was it just the two guys? I believe it was just him. Okay. And the guy. Because I was guy. thinking, like, well, maybe it was, like, a weird, like, way, like, roundabout way to, like, do some sort of sexual assault on the wife, or him, or both. You know what I mean? Kidnap them to do that. Yeah. I, but I don't really know. That's also me very much reaching. Yeah, I'm like, I, I just feel like that's a weird way to do that. Oh, 100%. But There's definitely, I mean, far more. It's yeah. just so strange. But mm. Doreen what her her actual date of birth is not known but they think uh, 1963 was a year she was 5'2 110 pounds at the time she disappeared she has brown eyes and black hair they both look very indigenous uh, and we'll put, put pictures mm-hmm. um and ronnie also born 1963 but they're not sure the exact date he was 5'6 and 150 pounds at the time of his disappearance and he also has brown eyes and black hair so Wowzers. It's so strange. Yeah. And I mean, they're poor kids. That is really That's fucking sad. sad. And um, how yes. old were the kids when at the time of the disappearance? One was nine, one was four. And, she, and so one article I have says that they were both 26 years old. And um, well, yeah. And um, so they were like 25, 26 when they went missing. Um, Wowzers. Yeah. So it's just strange. That is very strange. So, and they were reported missing on August 25th of 1989. Damn. So. But yeah, if you have any information about that, I don't know if we, how many Canadian listeners we have. Like, we can see that we have some, but we don't know, like, where. Um, talk to your families. I'm sure it's probably a big news story there, though, because it's very strange. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just weird for, especially, like, you know, in the late 80s, for just, like, a husband and wife to up and vanish. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but well, I'll post all my information and, um, yeah. All that jazz. Who knows? So we've reached the dicking off portion. We have. Do you have anything to dick off about? Um, so we got a squat rack and we're starting to build our home gym. So that's pretty exciting. Oh, geez. I actually had some, but that's why I've been so busy. So I've been trying to clean out the garage and go through stuff and organize. And so that's been like really time consuming and tiring no absolutely um um i feel that oh my god and then today i had a customer who i i had a bunch of orders over my birthday and i sent them all out like at the beginning of this month Mm -hmm. um one of those people messaged me and was like i actually never got my 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 earrings and so i checked the tracking and the tracking is basically like we don't have any information and i'm like are you joking so now i'm gonna i'm gonna remake that for her and like send her a new pair but i'm irritated so i went back through all my orders to make sure and on etsy so many of them say that they've not been delivered and so i'm like now i'm but then i'm messaging people to make sure that they didn't and actually get them because they're um you can buy shipping labels through etsy which Mm -hmm. is what i do so that the tracking just like automatically feeds into it but it is so strange and i was i'm having a day about it no that's (laughs) supremely frustrating and well i know like the usps has been having because that's why i believe etsy ships through if i'm not mistaken yeah yes Um, it is yeah you know really since the holiday or before the holidays really they've been having a lot of issues budget cuts and whatever 
Yeah, and and I'm not like I totally get that, but, but it's, it's also hard because creator. now, yeah. I mean, I it takes me some time to make these. I don't know if I'll I'll have to see if I can submit a claim or something, but like I mean, it's not like those earrings take me ten minutes to make, you know. Right. And it's not the customer's fault at all. So I'm 100% and like happy to mm-hmm. work with her and and send her new earrings. I even tell people like, if you lose an earring, if one falls out or one falls off or it breaks, literally message me and I will make you a new one 100%. Um, but yeah, I'm like really frustrated because I entrusted the USPS with my stuff. Right. And so I just and they I lost. Like, so much stuff has just been like so crazy. I I had um done like both sold and bought a bunch of stuff on Poshmark a few weeks ago. Yes, and, like, the yeah. stuff was just, like, in limbo, like, at one point. Really? That's so frustrating. I know um, I, like, totally live through you when you do that, when you buy those. <laughs> um, I'm like, yes, show me what you got, well, I sold girl. a bunch of stuff, too, and um, not only were a couple things awesome. that I was waiting on coming in in limbo, like, uh, a couple packages took, like, almost three weeks to get to me when normally they take, like, three to five days. Um, but same Dang. thing, like, I shipped a couple things, and they took, like, forever, 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 like, weren't updating, weren't updating, and the people were like, yo, where's my shit? And I'm like, I don't know. Like. <laughs> right. Like, what can you do? Well, I was just thinking that, because truly, people get upset, and they're like, which I get that, too. They want their stuff. They right. pay for it. I get it. But once it's, in, once the UP, USPS has it, what can I do? I can only go off the tracking. 100%. And I actually saw that um, that was happening. That was an issue that was happening to people like Etsy shops over Christmas. And the, the postal service was losing their packages and then like basically leaving them out to dry. People were reviewing these stores and giving them like one stars being like, I never got my stuff or whatever, which yes, in some cases, absolutely valid. But like in these cases, you send it and like you literally can't do anything. Right. It's like nobody has control over something when it goes to the mail. And then also, like, there's so many times, like, things don't get scanned or things don't get whatever. Like, so they're making it on its yeah. way. It just it never got scanned or whatever. And so you're just kind yeah, of Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah, so that's, like, oh, what I've been – sorry for the tangent, you guys. I was so stressed out. No, that totally happens. And, you know, backside of business – really yeah for sure I mean honestly I was like I can't you know probably why it upset me so much was because I was just um the last few days on TikTok and um this girl is getting dragged for her planner business so apparently it's like some trauma on TikTok and a bunch of people are posting videos and like but she she basically oversold her stuff and like said oh we'll ship within nine days Mm -hmm. or whatever nine business days and it's march and people still haven't gotten their stuff and then she was sending supposedly like fake track i'm not gonna say the name of the business because who knows but like fake tracking stuff and that's uh, wild yeah but then i was like oh my god people are gonna do that to me it's not my fault Fuck. But I don't have a big business yet, so. I say, yeah, there we go. Yet. <laughs> we're, we're manifesting um, big, big things. Big things. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, what's new with you? Um, so um, I'll talk about a few books I've been reading because um, I haven't been watching a lot of like TV or anything. <laughs> um, yes. But so. Yes. We were just talking about this, you guys, because we, um, yeah, we've. 
have so many documentaries on our list and we're like eh. yeah i'm just like i don't really want to like watch something heavy right now like i i was just like in like such a like weird headspace where i was just like i need like dumb shit to watch do you want to do you want to know what i watched yesterday <laughs> yeah 90 day fiance no. it's worse oh, i'm disappointed it's oh, what? worse teen mom. it's worse than teen mom yes we um were not sober and watched sausage party yesterday i told no. you it was worse that is much worse. I couldn't even watch the commercial for that. But if you were intoxicated, that makes sense. But you sense. know what's funny as fuck? I'm going to tell a really quick aside. Um, the first time okay. I ever saw that film was in theaters. And it was with my husband. Oh no, you paid to see And that. our Yikes. roommate at the time. And mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And when I say I had no idea what I was getting myself into, I mean not one bit. I think you've told me I think me I've told story. you this, like, IRL yeah not on the, I think. okay and yeah. if i told it on the podcast i apologize i don't think you have but you've told me this um, story like so to me. i went into this film thinking it was just and just an adam an animated movie about food i figured it was along the lines of like some spongebob silliness or like maybe like mildly risque like family guy where like there was adult humor but like mostly intended for a younger audience you know what i mean like i thought it was like lightly yeah. risque but no. When I tell you that within the first five minutes I proved myself wrong, if you've never seen this film, you don't need to. Um, no, it's unless no. you are inebriated in some fashion. Um, I wouldn't recommend it sober. Um, this, I mean, it's a film co-written by. Uh, What's his name? Fucking Seth Rogen, Michael Sarah, and James Franco, mm-hmm. or Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. So you're, that's exactly what really I was expecting. You all you need to know. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's very inappropriate. It's very hysterical. Don't get me wrong. Lots of giggles were had. But yes. that's like the kind of stupidity I needed to watch because, like, I just needed to yeah, turn my brain not, off. Not serial killers. So. No, I, my brain just needed to not work, and that was exactly what I needed for that. Um, but anyways, yeah. the things I've been reading. So I'm going to okay. start with some lighter stuff, some fiction. Um, I read, um, just let me borrow a book, uh, The Cuckoo's Calling. That was very good. And I'm currently so on its sequel, The Silkworm. Um, they're detective mo- novels. Um, they're by Robert Gal- Gal- yes. Galbraith. But that's actually J.K. Yeah, Rowling. it's a pseudonym that she had had. Uh, the first book, I think, was written in like 2013, 2014 time-ish. She didn't... Yeah, she thought that that as a man she would have received better um if she like with a man's name she would receive better um or people would think it was better because like I don't basically know, like the, they people are like still sexist cuz she's women or she's she's a woman. Yeah, well I mean then like you think of all the top mystery writers they're all men. Right. So people don't want to have a preconceived notion so. and I think she was also trying to initially kind of steer clear of her own name just because of harry potter and like blah 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 yeah that, that to, like, too i mean she's very in a, in a corner or in a niche or whatever i get but it. then like basically what she did was as soon as she, it published she was like it's me Surprise. people people figured it out like yeah. okay and, and i mean like she even like so like the books um they basically it's a private detective 
Um, in one of the books, they do talk about an author and like pseudonyms and stuff, and they're kind of like, oh yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Like, <laughs> it's very easy to figure out who they are. Yeah. I really, those books, that series, though, I've talked about it on this mm-hmm. podcast before, and I really enjoy them, and that's why I recommended it to mm-hmm. you, Jamie. And um, I think I lent you the first book, and then I have the other ones for you. So, yeah. Yeah. I, if you like, just want to get lost in a book, definitely recommend They're very those. good, very well written. Um, and uh, the other book I'm uh, reading right now is um, actually, uh, it's very interesting so far. I'm like, uh, about an hour into it. It's um, Know My Name by Chanel Miller. I don't know if you've heard of it. So I'm it's a memoir um, written by the victim of Brock Turner. Oh, I did know she was going to write yeah. a book, but I didn't know that was and, it. Good for and her. And she actually reads her own audiobook. Um, oh, cool. It's very hard to listen to. I will be very, like, yeah. honest. Like, and I mean, like, if you're triggered by sexual assault, like, don't listen to it. Um, it's also sorry you can totally hear my dog drinking I was like, what the fuck is happening in the background <laughs> um, it's very well done though um, I will say um, you know for an audiobook the cadence is very slow like she does read very slow um, so I did have to turn it up to like 1.3 1.4 speed to have it be you know listenable to me <laughs> which isn't yeah. like anything yeah. you know negative to say about her or anything I just no, I'm sure it's hard for her. Yeah, and I'm also, um, you know, I, I think it's better to have a slower cadence and be able to speed it up than to have someone yeah, talk too fast being and try to fast. do the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. Well, everybody has, like, a preference, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, like... Like, reading or podcast preference, too. Like, there's some people I just can't stand their voice. That was a hard thing for me about audiobooks is I'd buy one, and then I'd be like, I can't stand your voice, and I'd return it, and then I'd do it all over, and then I could never... Like, I found one or two books I could stand to listen to. No, that's absolutely fair. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I'm actually someone that, like, I tend to listen to books and podcasts at, like, one and a quarter speed anyways. Mm -hmm. So, like... Definitely hers. I've like gone up to like one and a half speed, and it was like fine. <laughs> yeah. So well, that's um good to know. I didn't know she had published a book um, yet. Yeah, I want to say it came so. out like a year or two ago. It's um very good so far. Um, so definitely recommend that. Um, and sure. um, also um kind of piggybacking off of that, um, it, I found that book in a list of books I had seen on Instagram on a resources for um AAPI people. Um, and intersectionalities as far as that's concerned with all these attacks on Asian Americans mm-hmm. lately. Um, so, yeah. and I haven't gotten too, too, again, too, too far in this book, but she does talk about her intersectionality as a white and Asian woman and how that's mm-hmm. also affected her along this like essay journey that she's had. Mm-hmm. So I, and I like to, um, I, I think it's really interesting to listen to people talk about that and how I never, before I started to really realize the gravity of these, you know, of um, these conversations around race, I um, I never really thought about that and how that would affect somebody. Um, yeah, I really appreciate listening to people's experiences. Definitely. And, um, I mean, like, even something as, like, pop culture and, like, surface level sounding as, like, The Bachelor... Like, you know, this season that got really mm-hmm. real. Um, we did have a whole episode on the After the Final Rose and the finale over on Zach's podcast, Weekend Plans. Oh, um, yeah. We do a pretty, you know, decent aside about the race conversation and all of that in there. Um, I don't want to get too much into it here. 
Yeah, go over there and listen. Um, but. but we're actually planning kind of like a fireside chat type of episode in the next couple of weeks, um, talking about more of the aftermath of that, um, as well as, um, you know, like Asian Americans in in mm-hmm. that same, like, you know, kind of like, you know, bachelor and like pop culture and like in that realm. So mm-hmm. um, stay, tuned, stay tuned for that and definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, well, should we wrap it up? <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, so Wednesday we should and have then um, our next episode of the Night Stalker. Recap. Um, yeah. Wrap that shit up. And then um, next week we'll be back with the regular episode. And then um, we'll figure out which recaps we're doing next after Night Stalker. Yeah. It's been a minute. I think Cecil I think that's tell. what we were talking about too. So um, yeah. we'll plan for okay. that to be next. Thanks for listening, y'all. And we'll catch you Wednesday. Bye. Bye.